and Brit. Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune into Brad and Brit. Uh, this is the Brad and Brit cast. We're glad you are with us. We apologize for what happened yesterday with a complete uh, breakdown on uh, on my end, on my my computer. Oh, wow. And uh, for that, I uh, I am sorry, but I've I've paid the ransomware. <laughs> I've uh, I've bought myself back. And, well, I don't know. It's sad. the saddest thing is that uh, they completely solved the Republican Party has the Marjorie Taylor Greene situation. So we don't re- we can't really even comment on it. I mean, it's it's all been fixed at this point, right? Well, yeah. Why don't you explain how how they <laughs> they they finally said enough is enough? Uh, they are they are holding uh, uh, meetings right now on whether to expel her. They are yeah. doing the right thing, and the country. Oh, yeah. r- r- Am I, well, am we, I wrong? Did I miss we something? We didn't get to say this yesterday because uh, we we were in such a arrears on on technical stuff. When the word came down of McCar- McConnell and McCarthy condemning her in the harshest terms possible, her yeah, right. anti-Semitism and her denial, the, the Holocaust stuff, and she doubled and tripled and quadrupled down. And now, Brad, the shocking stuff that's been coming out is. The only reason they did this is because there were a bunch of donors that were like, "I'm not sure if we're going to give you guys money if you keep." giving the okie doke to this shit well, so again, I, would, <laughs> I, I would really like to know no i would like to know yeah the uh specific religious makeup of the republican donors who said this is a bridge too far because uh right now in this country and all over the world but in this country we'll just stay in the united states we'll stay domestic uh we're dividing up against ourselves in all kinds of ways and certainly in the Jewish community, and as you know, I am the spokesman for spokesman for, for the all entire, Jews, right? King of the Jews. Um, there, there has been for for years, and it certainly exploded kind of during the Trump era of right wing, orthodox, quote unquote, con- extreme conservative Jews. Because normally, conservative Judaism is the middle ground. In the three, ten, the three, you know, it's reform, conservative mm-hmm. in the middle, orthodox. So I'm using the word conservative now, pushing it back over to the right, where it kind of belongs for this discussion. Right. Um, and they've been big donors to the Republican Party. Big, a lot of, lot of Jews loving Trump because because he moved the embassy. Yeah. He did all that kind of shit. He sucked up to Netanyahu. It was kind of a contest. Who do I suck up to more today, Netanyahu or Putin? And the vast majority of American Judaism was not particularly thrilled with that. So here we are, past Trump's presidency, and uh, anti-Semitism is blooming all over the world in a way that we haven't seen in our lifetimes, right? Not Mm -hmm. since the 1930s, not since the 1940s, has it been this open and blatant and uh, we know where we can uh, 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 place the, the primary blame. But this marriage between uh, Orthodox Jews and fundamentalist evangelical Christians over we love to Israel the most, although I'm just guessing that somewhere down the line, maybe those evangelical Christians might kind of deviate from that love of uh, Israel and Jews uh, when the right time comes, when the, when the right calendar page is ripped off 
they might not be so thrilled. But right now, right, right now, it's great. And who do they have appear out of the the woods, out of the ground? Marjorie Taylor Greene, a you know, a, a complete racist, gap tooth moronic. I uh, know she's not really a stupid woman. Don't call her that. She's not stupid. She has a degree. Shut up. She's an idiot. Where does she have a degree from? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But <laughs> usually University? that's the first rule. You know, yeah. you never call somebody stupid, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, and so she bubbles up from nowhere and, and, and grabs this. And, you know, the rest of the world, the rest of the United, we're all caught. Well, don't talk about it. It'll just help her raise more money. If you let it go. Well, obviously, you can't not talk about it. You can't ignore it. And, again... We have to go back to a training camp where we learn blocking and tackling. And uh, blocking and tackling with uh, someone like this is all about why are they able to do what they're doing in public? Why are they able to be this way? And it's because a lot of people agree with her. A lot yeah, of they people dig, say... They dig the message. There's no doubt dig, about it. They, they dig the message. Not, none of this... Oh, we're outraged. No, they're sending her money. That's the ultimate expression of I agree with you. You've got a good point. Okay. Marjorie Taylor Greene speaking for, quote, intelligent Jews. Smart Jews know that things were really, really bad in Germany in the 30s and 40s. Well, thank you. Thank you. We needed you. Thank you. Thank you. Is there sort of a a thing? Yeah, same as making people. Uh, uh, wear masks now or asking them to or encouraging them to it's the same thing fuck you that, that, there's no other response it's a two-word response it's uh, it, in in uh, the jewish community if i may use that in the broadest terms is it now like a sense of the the real jews they're the ones that support donald trump and are and, and, and all that he does and i don't never, know what you, no. I've, I've, i don't know what you other guys are doing I, over there but I, 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 I appreciate i appreciate the attempt to to place that kind of of yeah idiotic labeling yeah. uh, over well, Judaism as it is bl- uh, p- placed over uh, uh, patriotism and the general <laughs> public, right? right? Exactly. I mean, exactly. And, and you're right. What you're saying is not possible, but I, I've never heard anything even remotely uh, close to that. But that being said, you may be way early <laughs> in, 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 in thinking Something I usually like am. Well, I, I think that I didn't get to say this yesterday, but I feel like the next step for her now that she's been rebuked by McConnell and, and McCarthy. And again, not really. But let, really. let's 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 make this make this very clear. How courageous were those two men in, in, in striking her down? How courageous. An act was she, wasn't one, she wasn't struck down. It <laughs> wasn't a so rebuke. Crazy. She still has her seat in Congress. She should be kicked out. And by the way, the the uh, the best recent example of, of someone like this was Steve King from Iowa. I mean, Steve King was a, just a flat-out oh, God, moronic racist. And he Absolutely. Kept getting, but here's the problem. He kept getting reelected yeah. in that, that one district in Iowa yeah. that he represented for many, many years. And uh, the entire state of Iowa is not a, a right-wing hotbed. It just isn't. But no. like North Carolina and a lot of other states, the more rural you get, the redder you get. And and that was that district. So they kept reelecting him. And every time he would say something racist, they would let him go. They would let him get away with it. But underneath, they were kind of plotting to to finally find someone in, in a primary to take him out. 
and it finally happened. But he was in Congress for a long, long time. time. And long I don't time. think I don't think we can stand 10 terms of Marjorie Taylor Greene before uh, a person is found who can defeat her in a primary. Um, and I guess how you would defeat her in a primary right now would be you have to be even crazier than her. Right. Good or luck. You, you would have to appeal to the good sense of people in that northwest Georgia yeah. In, in, the, in the Cedar Town, a greater Cedar Town area, I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see that happening. And by the way, I, I, I check this. I always want to be accurate when I make these these charges. The movie Deliverance was not filmed in what is her district. It no, was filmed yeah, in the down. northeast corner of yeah. Georgia. She represents a district in the northwest corner. But I'm just guessing it takes about a half hour to move from district to district. So when it came time to hire extras to uh, be in deliverance, the, the, uh, the, the, the mouth-breathing, drooling, central casting corporation didn't have to fly people in from California or New York to be in the movie. Well, let's they, just they say, could just bring yeah. them in on a bus. They the, kid, the, kid with the, ban- the kid with the banjo did not have a SAG card. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I think you're absolutely 100% right about that. Right. <laughs> For right, sure. Right, right. But, yeah, so, no, uh, so, but they don't, I mean, th- again, this is, and this is a, probably the most accurate headline. The GOP has no clue what to do about Marjorie Taylor Greene. Well, this is no, again, no, this, no. this is your monster, Doctor Frankenstein. This is your monster, and and you can say, again, when when they absolutely positively have to had to in the most mild terms possible, you know, McCarthy and McConnell. Oh, it's disgusting, and we're just so troubled by what she said and doubled and tripled. But they they really didn't do anything to her, as you point out, because she's she's nothing. She's not. They can't take any committees away from her. They can't like take her office and put it in the basement. It's probably already next to the boiler. There's there's not much they can do. And frankly, they need her. They they want her to be around. And I think the solution now is now that she's been mildly slapped on the wrist by by her two daddies there, they have to get her a photo op with the big daddy at Mar-a-Lago or Jersey, and they've got to be having the lunch, and then he's got to be drinking a Diet Coke and put his arm around her. It's okay, Marjorie. I still love you, and that's all that matters. I. I want to come at it from a different point of view. Put the put the headline up again so I can I can look at it for for folks who can't see us. The the headline in the Washington Post was the GOP has no clue what to do about Marjorie Marjorie Taylor Greene. I completely disagree with that headline. They okay. absolutely know what to do. Oh yeah, they know what to do. They lack but the courage they to do it. <laughs> will never do it. Yeah. They're afraid to do it, and they will not do it because, again, like Trump. She represents a line of thinking of a lot of people who vote mostly Republican all the time. And they are so afraid. This party is so afraid of of that subset of their voters that someone like this can come along out of nowhere, uh, get elected. And no, they know what to do. And by the way, the false equivalency, what about ism of what about AOC? What about uh, uh, Elon Oman? What about Rashid uh, Talib? They said, we want to know they have a fucking answer to that, you right wing horseshit liars. Every time those folks have said things that are anti Semitic, and by the way, whatever they've said doesn't come close to no. what Marjorie Taylor Greene said. But every no. time that they have gone there, you know what's happened? They've been denounced. They've been denounced quickly by the leadership. And not only that, there have been votes taken by the entire House of Representatives to 
to uh, to censure their comments. It has been brought up for everyone to um, uh, make a judgment on. So there there is no comparison. There is none. Now I realize I'm just talking to you and and, and to you, and in the world that we don't live in that would report what I just said, they would just say with a straight face, what about the squad? What about them? Nobody ever says anything about them. And the people who, who watch Fox, yeah, nobody ever, and the answer, no, nobody doesn't not ever say anything about them, but it doesn't matter. So everything is uh, a cousin of the big lie, which is you never tell the truth about what happened. You, you tell a story about what you want to have happened so that you can react to it and then have a headline liberals go crazy over liberal right right but hey can can we can we can we do something really light here for a minute well isn't she i mean isn't she booking herself for a prime guest spot in this donald trump uh stadium tour or whatever the fuck he's doing i mean you gotta have her on right i'm sure she'll be here but i i i find the the story and there's really kind of nothing to it but maybe there will be it's one of those we hope that uh, since MGM Studios owns the entire James Bond library and uh, Amazon has just bought MGM, they paid $9 billion for it. Some people think they overpaid for it, which, by the way, it was only worth a five or six. So $3 billion yeah. to Amazon is what we call a rounding error. OK, if they did pay too much well, for it, it, so it doesn't that, matter. That Jeff Bezos, he's known for making terrible right, does, business deals. Right, does know how to, right. He's really that's what he does all the time. Right, right. But uh, MGM owns the entire catalog and the program, The Apprentice. And therefore, technically, you might surmise that Jeff Bezos could have his hands, if he wanted to, on those fabulous outtakes that we know exist. Because uh, everybody from Meatloaf to Tom Arnold, everybody that's ever been on that show, says Trump was just this 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 vile racist nasty piece of shit when the cameras weren't rolling and there's all these outtakes of him and they've never been seen because the control of those uh, uh, uh tapes were with MGM and, and and they were not letting them out well now you got a new boss new sheriff in town and I don't know whether that's going to happen but what leads me to a conclusion that it just has to happen is because there's always a need for a new James Bond villain, right? They keep writing new movies. Sure. They keep putting out new. And, and it's and always look, about the villain. It's really not about Bond. Right. So uh, they may need to start repackaging. And uh, you can just see Jeff Bezos as a Bond villain, just requoting, recirculating some of the old great lines from the, the bad guys, including this one. No, Mr. Trump, I expect you to die. <laughs> and we all know who said that, right? Exactly. This is my, this is my favorite. A-M-A-Z-O-N always delivers what it promises. That was Blofeld. That was oh, Blofeld. Nice. nice. Right? Of course, that was Spectre, I think, when, it, when, he, when he said it. So there, there's a lot of potential there. And um, uh, it's just one of those things. I know it's not as important as him getting... Um, uh, uh, to be the, now the uh, the subject of, of grand jury activity in New York, which you know, if, if that doesn't uh, make you know pucker up your, uh, your your anus, I don't know what does. Knowing that there's a, a grand jury seeing all your tax returns and and all those kinds of things, um, and, and and again, I, I think Brit, we ought to give ourselves 
a couple of cookies here <laughs> because we said six years ago, it's almost six years ago, that it always was about the tax returns. Yeah. It was always about the tax returns. Remember what the, the first answer was by the defendants? It was by the defenders. It was, well, you can't tell everything about someone's finances just from their tax returns. You know, there's a lot. Really? Okay. That never made any sense. Uh, And uh, you'll notice that I don't think that Trump has even bothered now to say that everything that the uh, Manhattan D.A., and the uh, state of New York is seeing on his taxes. It doesn't count because I'm still under audit. <laughs> he, he finally he, he finally dropped that one because it never meant anything in the first no, place. It didn't. It was it, it was it was completely irrelevant. Um, but to see this guy now stripped of all of the uh, defensive armor that he had because he was president for four years to me is an utter, complete, total delight. It's wonderful. It's, yeah, it's but great. isn't there isn't there some part of you that feels like he's going to wiggle out of this? Isn't oh, there of some part of you? Yeah, sure, sure. But but if if his wiggle is going to be, I knew nothing. I I had no idea that 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 building um, in Chicago that says Trump on it was valued at. Um, um, a uh, uh, hundred million dollars for uh, the the uh, uh, you know for insurance purposes, but it's only worth ten million for tax purposes. Okay, so I'd only get taxed at ten million, but when I went to insure it, it was worth ten times that much. If he thinks that that's going to be able to sell uh, in front of a grand jury, let alone a real jury, if it's heard, or in front of a judge, if this is the kind of trial that it would be. I think he's nuts. I think they've got him on this stuff. Because remember, we've been hearing that for, for years from, from everybody associated with him, including Michael Cohn, who was in the room where it happened. He was, he was in the room. And, and uh, when, when Trump surely was bragging constantly about how brilliant he was. But you, you know what I, uh, uh, I, I heard uh, yesterday? Um, there are now uh, two really famous people. Well, there's three, but we're gonna, I'll, I'll tell you who the third one is later. Uh, there are two really famous people who, in the grandest tradition of the mafia, in the grandest tradition of a mob boss, uh, don't have computers, don't use email, don't send text messages. Those two people are Donald Trump, of course. That's kind of well-known. And Wayne LaPierre, the beleaguered head of the NRA, the guy's had that gig since 1991. You know, they threw him on the stand a couple weeks ago, and the NRA just got crushed in court for being full of shit, for thinking they could declare bankruptcy and get out of uh, being taken apart by the attorney general of New York, who is a very, very busy lady these days. The The judge would have none of it. And uh, uh, I mean, LaPierre is a, a common criminal embezzler crook. But the fact that he had that job all those years and never wrote anything down, you can just stop the music right there. That's everything you need to know about him. By the way, the third person who uh, doesn't use a computer uh, is Warren Buffett. But he seems to be able to get his message out pretty well. 
And I don't think that he doesn't use uh, email or anything uh, to hide things. That's just his habit because, you know, the guy's 90 years old. Okay. Right. I'm, giving, right. I'm giving him a pass. And uh, uh, no, no one is uh, accusing him of, of crimes like that. So yeah, I also uh, think that there's like there's like a team of people that will be able to help him out in a pinch if he needed to right. send an email or something. Right, exactly. And, and but in the case of of Trump and Wayne Lapierre, could it get any better than that? Could you uh, could you find two more people who have spent their entire adult working lives trying to lie and scheme and trick? and obfuscate and cheat uh, because the litany of shit that Wayne LaPierre used the uh, NRA for as his personal uh, piggy bank for, for, for personal expenses, is, it's just unending. It, it, it's just, just unending. And that, that story about him, and he had to defend it, and he had a bullshit story about it. Uh, after the Sandy Hook shootings, he was so afraid for his life he got on a yacht and went floating around in the Bahamas so that he would be safe. And so in, in court, <laughs> the, the, the lawyer asks him, is, is, that, a, um, is that a common practice? Is, is that part of your job? Well, yes, that was part of my job to, to uh, be on that yacht after the uh, Sandy Hook shootings. Um, the judge didn't want to hear any of that shit. It didn't work. It didn't work. But they're both, and, and I think there's there's a great commonality. Like you said, they're, they're both very common thugs, and it was all about, oh, there's this bunch of money, and I can grab it. That I mean, that's what it all came down to, really. It, it is such a base, thuggish thing. There's no real artistry to it or anything. They didn't even act like that was There's just this bunch of money. I would like to grab it. I would like to scam people out of the money. I want to take the money out of your pocket and put it into mine. Please, thank you. That's essentially the Donald Trump, uh, the playbook, right? I, I don't care what the pro- – I'll, I'll give you a bullshit product that you can give your money to. And now, as I said, I think the business now is completely politics. And if you want the Trump endorsement, well, we have our premium package. That's $500,000, and he'll make a robocall for you. And he, for a million, he'll come, to your, he'll come to your market, and he'll go, and he'll have a rally, and he'll do a commercial for you. I mean, I think there's going to be different premium packages for that. But, but here's the problem. The problem is his endorsement is not worth the paper it is written on yeah. after the primary is over. Okay? It's, yeah, it's, what, it's just not. And once it's, you get to the general election, sure. Of course. Uh, I mean, what – and uh, do you have the uh, schedule on when he's coming here to North Carolina for that first uh, exciting I, I rally? I, 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 I don't have, have to look it. that up. I, I, I got to see because I, I know that next week. I is that right? Next week, yeah. God, after dang Memorial it. Day, yeah. Well, you don't want to ruin everybody's Memorial Days. So. Okay, well, his fat ass is going to be sitting back sucking down some ribs, so he don't want to go ahead and ruin that. I can't wait. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't have that information as far as when the Trump rally comes. No, no. and, and it, but there, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I mean, the, the, the it's like a victory tour, right? That, that's essentially what this is, is going to be. I don't, think, like no, I don't think it's going to be a victory. T- well, I guess it, I guess you have for to him that it's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For mentally deranged people, sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean that, you can just see the signage. You'll put up President Donald J. Trump. It's not illegal to to put that up there, which is what he'll say. And well, uh, you know, he'll, he'll he'll do all that kind of crap. Well, you have all of these you, you have all of these um, surveys and these polls that show the majority of Republicans. A majority of Republicans believe he's the real president. 
I mean, and they keep and the number keeps going up, Brad. Like every every couple of weeks, they'll do it. And it's like, oh, it's a couple percent of well, carry. Yeah, I think Rick, he's the as, real guy. As these, as these recounts come in, it becomes more obvious. Okay. The, I mean, the thing in Arizona is just a, a fever swamp of of just awfulness right now. I always thought it looks like Arizona to me is the the test tube baby for the United States of Trump or the Trump states of America or whatever new confederacy is going to come out of this. Well, That's what it seems um, like. Uh, Arizona, uh, like the lab in Wuhan, apparently has had a, a, a spill, an accident, and it seems to be spreading all over the country. Right. Uh, and in the case of Arizona, we know it's on purpose. We don't we have no idea what happened in China. And, and, and if we could just uh, address another just nonstop line of, of, of horse shit and spike in the football. And we were right all along crap of because there is growing evidence that there is no evidence that an animal exists that may have passed on the original uh, COVID-19 virus a couple of years ago. And that uh, three people got sick from something uh, in November of 2019. We don't know what it is. Uh, therefore, Trump was right. Fox was right. Everybody was right that said it was on purpose and they did it on purpose. And now the liberals are pretending that they never said that and that they're just discovering this for the first time and blah, 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 blah. On you go. And Fauci needs to be fired and, and he's funding the research. Fuck. This is what they're hanging on. This is, this is what they're hanging on. And it's crap, because if I recall us talking about that several times, what we said and what most people were saying was we really don't know. And because Trump went with Kung flu and China virus and every appeal to racism in trying to tag intentionality onto uh, China and President Xi and the cover up and the rest, yes, we looked like we were deniers of that even being a possibility because we didn't go along with Trump, who really had no real evidence that that was a distinct probability, let alone a possibility, which it was, of course. It always was a possibility. Um, and, and this is what they're hanging their hat on, as if, and let's play this game, let's play this game uh, of... What if back in January, February of 2020, we definitively knew, we absolutely knew that it happened in a lab in China, they fucked up, and they tried to cover it up. What would have been different over the next 10 to 12 months in terms of the way we attacked and defended ourselves against the virus and uh, went forward quickly with the development of the vaccine. You know, the thing that Trump did that any president would have done, but he acts as if he's the only guy that ever thought that we might want to have a vaccine more quickly than four or five years from now. What do you think would have been really different? Were we going to go to war with China? Uh, we're going to place uh, uh, an embargo on China? No trade with China? No, we, we wouldn't have. Nothing would have been different. All it would have uh, been was you know, being sure back then, but we couldn't be sure back then. And we're not sure now. We're not 100% sure. And uh, you, you can't go to war figuratively. 
when you don't have the facts. And yes, they're covering it up. The cover-up indicates they have something to cover up. I get that. We all accept that. But um, uh, uh, it was always the, it was always the case that China was not forthcoming with the origins right. of it, and that's been right. said from from minute one that they would not allow independent folks to go in there and check it out. That's been very, fairly obvious. And I, I put up the most obnoxious headline from the New York Post, thinking you would flip out. Fauci facing calls for resignation after shifting positions on probe. Yes, he's facing calls for resignation from. Rand Paul, Tom Cotton, Sean Hannity. Yes, that, that's who he's facing calls of resignation from. It's not a real thing. It's not a real deal. He hasn't done anything wrong. And, and I don't know how many people would be dead if Dr. Fauci had not done what he did over the past year for this country. I think he's been an absolute hero in this entire story, no matter how you look at it. And you can cry about this and say, well, if he would just listen. Yeah, if he would just listen to Trump and started drinking some bleach. You know, back last May, everything would have been great. Even worse, even worse than that, because it was never likely that, that thousands, hundreds of thousands of people were going to uh, clear out the shelves, not just of Clorox wipes, but of yeah. Clorox bleach itself and, right. and start making cocktails with it. Um, what, what, what What's kind of worse is the promotion uh if not in actuality, but in visibility for those several months in the spring and summer of that quack who wasn't a virologist anyway, Scott Atlas. Scott Atlas. And remember, Scott Atlas was a leading proponent of let the virus run wild and we'll get so much herd immunity that everything will be fine. We would have, who knows, a million and a half, two million people dead right now. No question about that. Uh, had had the kinds of measures that Scott Atlas advocated been used. No masks. Everybody gravitate together. Don't change anything. Let's go, let's go back to the way it was before we even knew about this. Because the more people get this, most of them won't die. Right? Remember that? Most of them won't die. Most of them might not even have symptoms, but we'll build up immunity quickly and that's how we'll beat this also fuck, also fuck the old people fuck those right. guys fuck the old people right <laughs> fuck the old people and and uh remember it was people like fauci who said no way jose this is not how how you do it yeah. and first of all it's a basic misunderstanding of what herd immunity is I mean, it's just a basic, like, they, they just don't understand it. They throw it out there as a term. They don't know what it is, and they just go, well, herd immunity is when everybody just goes out there and starts coughing and breathing on each other. No, it's not how it works, you dumbasses. That's not what happens. We don't, and, and we're not having mask burning parties, and we're not doing all of that shit. And, yes, there are some of us who are fully vaccinated who are still going to wear the masks when we go into Walmart and we go into grocery stores because that's how we are, because we happen to care about other people. Sorry, I know that hurts your feelings. I know that's socialist. I know that's Stalinist. I know that's, uh, you know, it's Hitlerian. I know all of those things, but that, that's just how it is, and you're right. That, it's the promotion of people like that and all that shit. The revisionist history on this is going to be amazing going forward. The, the way that Donald Trump had this problem solved for us, Brad, within 90 days of the, the virus coming to America, that's going to be the, what they're going to try to fool and try to misinform and disinform with us for years and years and years to come. And now people like Dr. Fauci are finally realizing the wisdom of Donald John Trump Sr. and how right he truly was. 
Well, I, I think the problem may be that uh, people like Fauci, people like you, uh, who still may be inclined to uh, wear a mask indoors yeah. in a setting where they're you know what you are? You're pro-choice on masks. Bastards. You're saying it's up to the individual now at this point and not have uh, any government intervention. And uh, the 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 uh, radical opposite of that is no one should be wearing a mask at all, ever. <laughs> and no one should say or encourage you to wear a mask under any circumstance. Why Why do I have to wear a mask on a plane? Blah, 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 all, all that crap. Uh, so <laughs> they're anti-choice, as yeah. they always are. They're anti-choice, not just on that, are they? Right? It's a matter are, of convenience. Are, are you being, let me ask you, are you being pro-life if you don't want anybody to ever be wearing a mask? There are all these people. I've read letters in, in various public from immune-compromised people who either cannot get the vi- or the vaccine, and they want to, but they really can't get it yes, for yes. health reasons. I know and, these people. Right. And if they go out, and they shouldn't have to be locked in their houses forever, if, if, if they are circulating and uh, they'll still be wearing a mask, but you don't know that by looking at them, if you certainly have not gotten a shot and you're out there not wearing a mask and you're not immune compromised, you're a piece of shit because you are exposing people who could easily pick up the coronavirus and get really, really sick. Is it going to affect me or you, the vaccinated people? Uh, No, but that's not the point. And and, and if uh, someone out there wants to equate that with Jews wearing yellow stars, not gold stars. Uh, did you like the fact that, that uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene called them gold stars, as in gold star parents who did something wonderful? Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. She got, she got history the, wrong? She was wrong yeah, yeah, about history? Got, yeah, yeah, everything else she got right. She just got the color of the star wrong, Britt. Now, remember, gold. as the story was rolled out, if we may back up a little bit, it wasn't that she said it one time. They gave her several opportunities. Now, Marjorie, I don't think you mean to say, oh, no, fuck you. I mean to say it five times harder. No, they're going to put us on trains and gases. And what, no, no, Marjorie, I, I think you don't mean to say that. You're offending. Fuck you. And she would just continue to double, triple, quadruple down. And if you were against her, you were a piece of shit to the point where that little piece of shit Ben Shapiro had to actually confront her and go, you know, you're, you're really awful and you're doing the wrong things. And she had to scream at that little piece of shit. That's his line for all the awful shit that he defends. That's I'm, his line. Finally. I am so glad that you brought up his name because here's a guy young. What is he about? 35, 38, something like probably, that. Yeah. He's probably 47. Now, like some of these people, you know, know. they were young. You know, they've it's been true. around longer than we may think. They might not be 31. anymore. It's true. Um, but, but uh, Shapiro is a, a, a Harvard guy, Jewish guy. I'm sure he's uh, off the charts. Pro Israel, pro Netanyahu sure. guy. Sure. I'm, I, I'm sure he is. He's one of these people that we were talking about earlier on. Hey, guess what? If you want to own Donald Trump, if you want to own the Republican Party, if you want to own them because you believe that uh, the Democratic Party uh, is taking us down the road to uh, being the next Venezuela and, and, and other things, you hate everything about Democrat, whatever. Guess what? You own Marjorie Taylor Greene, too. You don't get to put her in the corner. You own that. You know what? The difference between the Republican Party and the Democratic Party, 
I can't remember uh, who I heard speak of this or where I read this, but it's it's I think it's it's perfect. The Republican Party is a top down, follow the orders, no room for dissent. We're doing it one way, and doesn't matter what you you're in. You're just in. The Democratic Party, of course, is just made up of all these disparate groups, yeah. labor unions, racial yeah. minorities, right. um, religious minority, just everything. It's, it, it's all big. It's one big stew. You know, I'm not a member of an organized uh, political party. I'm a Democrat. Who said that? Will Rogers? The, the great Will Rogers. Kenny Rogers, some, the great somebody, Kenny Rogers, who knew Kenny when to Rogers, him. Roy sure. Rogers said Roy Rogers like said, that. <laughs> and, right. and, and, and by definition, the the Democrats are going to have people like the far lefties, the Elon Omars and and and, and the uh, uh, AOCs, and they're tolerated. You put up with them, and when they get out of line, you smack them down. But like you but said, there's, there's, there's no but they're still part of your party, but they are not the the emblem of your party. No. In the case of the Republicans, though, they really are now defined by their worst members. Absolutely. There is there is no getting around that. That's and absolutely when true. You sanction that. That is what you are. It's no, she, but there's no that, that's where the false equivalence is like they when you point out a Marjorie and they go, oh, yeah, well, what about the squad? Blah, 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 blah. They're anti-Semitic. No. It's not the same. There, there's no there's nobody on. I mean, the, the AOC would not deny the Holocaust. AOC would not equate this. This is that's bullshit. There's not an equivalence. They just try to pull out the worst example. And like you said, those folks are not driving the train. The Marjorie Taylor Greens, because they don't know what to do with her because they created her. They're, they're she- she is driving the Republican train right she now. She is. You, you, you are so right. And uh, um, I, if, if if there's no nine eleven style commission that comes into being because uh, somehow no Republicans up to the number ten will vote for it, along with the Democrats, so you don't get to sixty and you don't get a a commission, and then the Democrats have to uh, do the investigating themselves with uh, Benghazi-style hearings, which they won't be Benghazi-style, but I'm just using the, yeah. the equivalence there of those were all Republicans who went after Hillary Clinton on those committees because it wasn't a bipartisan um, yeah, aspect if, of that. If Hillary, if, if Hillary Clinton had summon the murderers to go in and kill the folks at Benghazi, here, then here, you might have something but, going on but, there. But but here is the point. If the if the uh, Democrats appoint their own uh, commission, then they really need to ask and put on that uh, uh, commission Mitt Romney yeah. and Liz Cheney yeah. and Adam Kitzinger sure. uh, and people like that. If, if get, get those Republicans who... Uh, you know, won't put up with the bullshit. Yeah, and it's it's not it's not relevant what their political views are on on other issues. Um, you know, there's plenty of time to go back and disagree with Liz Cheney and 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 smack her around for for uh oh God, I'm going to get suspended, aren't I? No, oh, it's over now. Oh, Forget it. We just got thrown uh, off YouTube. Right, right. Um, 
We mean verbally. We mean yeah. verbally, Smacker. Yeah. To be completely clear, we are not yeah. advocating for the assault of Liz thank Cheney you. in any thank way, you. shape, thank or form. Thank you for getting that out. Just want to make sure. We, we got that within the minute. <laughs> Come on, Google. Don't ban yeah. us for every platform. We'll be fine. Right. <laughs> um, yesterday marked the first anniversary of the death, uh, the murder of George Floyd. This is the iconic image that's been going around and possibly, I think without question, the photograph of the year was Derek Chauvin with his knee on George Floyd's neck um, as George Floyd was dying in front of our eyes. This may be one of the images of uh, 2021. For you guys who are listening to the podcast, it is um, a Marine at the White House holding the door for George Floyd's daughter as uh, his family went to visit the White House. Um, America has changed irrevocably, I think, in the past year, and certainly we're not done, but we've had to take a hard look at ourselves over the past year in ways that certain people were not happy uh, doing. They've had a lot of different uh, things that are going on, including the 100th anniversary of that um, mob in Tulsa that burned and, and lynched folks uh, in uh, what was called Black Wall Street at that time. Um, I mean, is, any thoughts on the one-year anniversary of the, the killing of George Floyd? Well, uh, get, get out your uh, cliché-o-meter. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's really true. A lot has changed and nothing has changed. Yeah. Uh, um, I think it really has shaken a lot of people who could look the other way, including you, including me, um, when these stories would come up. And they continue to come up almost daily of uh, police abuse. It does make you wonder just how many times this has happened and has happened even in the last year where um a minority is, is pulled over uh, in a traffic stop for some reason, and the outcome isn't good, but there's no video of it, so the yeah. cop walks. And, and that's just been the history of of policing since we started driving cars, I guess, uh, 100 years ago. Um, uh, it's not the only uh, part of the story, but it, it's the most visible and connected to to the stories that, that have happened about other people uh, in the wake of, of the George Floyd uh, tragedy. And, and it, it, it's horrible. I mean, in, in my mind, this, this picture, this picture of Chauvin with his knee mm-hmm. on um, George Floyd's neck is a bookend to uh, uh, Marianne Vecchio's picture taken uh, at Kent State University on May 4th, 1970, of her with her knee on the ground mm-hmm. and uh, looking up into the air and crying over the shootings that occurred there. It happened 50 years apart, those two incidents, almost exactly 50 years apart. Yeah. Um, and I'm just going by the visceral visual image that, that goes through my brain. And both of those images did change the the country, not instantly, not overnight, but they they did change a lot of. Th- I mean, the the uh, I mean, the Vietnam War <laughs> could not be fought on the same terms that it had been fought on after that day in 1970 by Nixon. He knew he couldn't do it. He knew he couldn't do it because the unrest at home was too great 
the cost was too high. And so he he pretended because <laughs> the war didn't just stop a year later. It no, went it on. Not. It went yeah. on past his presidency. Yeah, it did. Um, so it's uh, it, it's it's a tough thing to talk about. It's a tough thing to get your arms around. And it's a tough thing for uh, two white guys like us to sit around and think we know what it's like for a black person to be pulled over by a police officer right now. I mean, it just must be frightening. Oh, yes. It just must be. Even if there's no reason, if you've done nothing wrong even if just uh, i get it. i mean I there's get a it. number of there's a number of what if like the the young fraser lady was saying if she hadn't shot that video where would we be now if she hadn't shot the video right. of george well, of floyd course. taking his final breath i mean there's so many different stair yeah. steps to this and if the jury had not done what they did and listened to the evidence and the family had gotten some sense of justice from this where would we be and you know there, there's a million different things there right yeah yeah um and we've, you know, we've got cases stacked up uh, over here on the shelf that are coming yeah. up one at a time that are going to be heard in the same context. We have this case out of Louisiana that we just learned about. And uh, this whole thing with, with police uh, body cam video, holy shit. You want to talk about something that should not be open to interpretation or question or if I hear one more time, well, the, he didn't have his camera on. The, the pol- no, this has to be, the, you know, the, the minute you, you put your uniform on, in the, the thing should be running. It just it, it, you shouldn't be turning it on and turning it off. Right, and we should, should have some, which is sort of we have some sort of standard rules for issuing who gets to see it. Like we talked about for years, these nine one one tapes that are available immediately when there's no use other than to hear someone begging for their life. There's no use in hearing it. There's no public benefit. But then these these well, we'll show you twenty seconds here, and then we'll edit this here, and then maybe that two weeks be. from now. You can't have I mean, that. You that's that, that. that's outrageous, and that is the next fight. But yeah, we continue to soldier on. Brad and Brit.com.